Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to day 15 of the Gratitude Game, 21 days to a healthier, wealthier, and more beautiful you. Today's mantra is sacred union. Before we jump in, I just want to congratulate you. You've completed two full weeks of thinking differently through these mantras, having a mantra every single day that you're focusing on that is pointing you in the direction of solutions, of gaining control of your life, of um, living uh, on a higher frequency. All of these things will create greater health, wealth, and beauty in you. It will because you are vibrating at a higher plane and in calling in that frequency on a higher plane. And as we said, the reason we're doing 21 days is that when you are trying to create new habits, doing it nonstop for 21 days in a row is the way to do it. Now, I do encourage you when you finish these 21 days to go back and to take it deeper. And the best way to do that is to use the Gratitude Game Audible version. It will give you the same mantras, different examples, different stories, but it will also give you an action plan. So this series was designed to get your head in the game. The Gratitude Game Audible book and, you know, you can also get a print edition if you prefer. That one is designed not only to get your head in the game, that as well, but also to give you the tools that you need to really recraft your life and also a game plan and an action plan. So every day you're going to have something that you really need to be doing. We've had a few things that you are supposed to do here, but the real main focus of this 21 days was more to, to shift the way you thought and to have these mantras top of mind, top of mind. So we're at this moment now where the mantra is sacred union. And as I said, if you really have been embracing this series for the past 14 days and you're now on day 15, your frequency is vibrating at a higher level. So there are certain moments in time where maybe we are looking for a companion or we want to be married or we want to have someone that we are, you know, really close to. And we imagine in our heads what that person would be like and of course they're perfect in our imagination and the interesting thing is that as we 
become the kind of person that would attract that person, that's when it manifests. So the real work isn't you know, running out and looking for somebody. It's really making sure that you are the best person that you can be because it takes a good you to make a good us. Now, also, in a sacred union, it really is two individuals who are uplifting one another. And that means that they are, you know, strong, enlightened individuals. And when they come together, they're able to bring even more light as a duo than they would as a single. That sounds like a pretty tall order, but again, as you up-level your own energy, it becomes possible. Also, I really, I heard something the other day from Emma Watson, and she said, I don't like it when people call me single. I I prefer to think of it as self-companioned. So don't, don't shortchange yourself and think that you are incomplete without that companion because you, in order to make a good sacred union, really need to be complete in, as an individual. And if you choose to have a companion, then that is at the highest realm um, something that would, again, be additive to your life. It's difficult because a lot of times, you know, when we have someone that we love, we want them to do things our way. And it's really hard to have enough love for them to allow them to do things their way and to allow them to learn things their way and to be different from us. And it's also probably the same for them. If we have a journey that we must take on our own in order to become a better person, it does require a lot of love from that other person in order to release the love control that we can kind of fall into. So today... As you think of sacred union, I want you to think of it more as an energy, more as how can you be the best you so that whether you're self-companioned or, you know, even if um, your sacred beloved has transitioned or even if you are choosing at this moment in your life to be, um, you know, more companioned with your children or your grandchildren. There are different chapters of life where the unions that you form are not traditional love companionships like um, uh, two people forming a family together. And that 
doesn't mean that the other types of love and sacred unions that you can have throughout, you know, a hundred years of life, um, they're just as valid. You know, the sacred union that you have as a young child is with your parents. And if you don't have a sacred union with your parents, then it has to be one where you protect yourself at some point. And if you are a wounded adult, and gosh, there's just a lot of this out there, um, because parents are imperfect. And as much as you want to be a perfect parent, it's just impossible in an imperfect world to protect your child from all of the, you know, things that happen in life. But if you feel wounded as an adult, there's a couple of things, I think. The first thing is, as a child, our parents and adults can do things to us that can harm us and hurt us. But as an adult, we have a choice. So, And this is where sacred union comes in again. No one can do to you as an adult. There are a few exceptions, but as a general rule, no one can do to you something that you don't allow them to do. So having self-love and boundaries is really important. We talked a little bit about this in the, um, in the abundance section where we talked about giving from the overflow rather than overgiving and also how gifts are given without expectation of anything in return. So you want to make sure that um, there's not a codependent um, negative connection with somebody you can have somebody that you love and that's in your life who is wounded and who doesn't yet um, hasn't yet achieved the highest level of enlightenment it's not like you need to or you should really in my view get rid of toxic people but you can have boundaries around it because Toxic people deserve love too. They just don't deserve to be able to suck the life out of you or to bleed you dry or to steal from you or to take your money. I'll give you an example. On Christmas, um, I was in Santa Monica and there's an individual who's an alcoholic who um, steals from family members and all the things that alcohol does this person in their right mind would not be doing that but under the influence of alcohol all these years he's become more like the alcohol in a lot of ways but on Christmas and I was really good friends with his sister and I love him too um, I went and I gave him a Christmas gift it was just some chocolates and when I showed up to his door um, he cried and he was just so grateful so there's a, a saying that comes to mind is that sometimes you're the only holy scripture that somebody else ever reads. It's just you and your actions. 
And again, that was a Christmas gift. There was no expectation of return at all. I just wanted to make sure he knew that there was someone out there who cared enough on Christmas to bring him a gift. He's lost so many of his family members, not because he's a jerk. He, they just died. You know, they, they, you know, they were either old or, you know, he's had a lot, a lot of hard luck. He actually lost his mother when he was a child. So, you know, he's, he's a wounded individual. So part of our sacred union is having a sacred relationship with ourselves and loving ourselves enough not to let others harm us and also loving ourselves enough to know that if we do choose to have a loving companion, that the more we are enlightened, the more we're going to really attract that kind of loving, healthy, um, uplifting relationship that we all really deserve. And it's really awesome because you can have that with your children. You can have that with your grandchildren. You can have that with your parents. And even if you had a toxic relationship uh, when you were a child or when your kids were children or when they were teens, you can have it after that. So relationships do change. And there are certain times of our lives that are more challenging than other times. And there are times in our life when we have achieved a higher level of spirituality, a higher level of being able to lift ourselves above drama and to always add light to the room. And that also gives me the reminder of that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful quote from Martin Luther King, that darkness doesn't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate doesn't drive out hate. Only love can do that. So love brightly and love yourself brightly and have boundaries and call in enlightened beings who are going to make you better. That's what friends do. That's what companions do. And all you know, some of our companions, some of our closest friends, some of our closest allies will never be our, you know, that person that we form a family with or our sacred beloved that we get married to. But they're just as important and they are sacred. And there is a union there. So look at your relationships and Understand that there are relationships that are going to give to you and there are relationships that you're going to have to have boundaries with. Even when you have boundaries with people, you can still offer love and you can still pray and hold them in love in your meditation at all times. There's a Maya Angelou quote quote that I love. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. So I, my wish for you is now that you're on day 15 and now that you really are embracing the path of the Bodhisattva, that you are going to be resonating and finding people 
entering your life and seeing you for who you are in your highest, most beautiful self, in your angelic emanation. And that these sacred unions are going to be blessing you every breath you take and every step you take. All right. Thanks for joining me today. And um, I'm playing my song that I composed for you. So I'm hoping it shows up and that you can hear it. It's called Amore Sacro. <laughs> 